Hi, y'all. Welcome back to the Face to Face podcast. And here is Gabby and Michaela. They're here, too. All right. So uh, last week, we did our revivals in the air. Uh, We did part one. So if you haven't heard that, go uh, listen to that. You can find us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Outcast, really any place that you uh, listen to music or podcast. We are there. And I mean, share it. Uh, give us a review. Let us know what you like, um, what you want to hear more of. And yeah, we will jump right into it with our part two of Revivals in the Air. So uh Gabby I think you had some points so well I feel like everything in my brain kind of just like left the door it's fine (laughs) it's fine (laughs) so I did a little (laughs) bit more research and um the most interesting that I found was someone described arrival as a fresh outpouring of God's living spirit on his people and that really hooked me because it was really You know, I, as I said, it was my personal take on it had been, you know, um, revival coming into communities, you know, us being more comfortable about talking to our religion, talking to, talking about our religion. Um, But um, I feel like this is actually a better description of it because really what us talking about it does, it's showing our spirit to other people who probably haven't seen him yet or maybe like they've seen a little bit and they've just been hesitant um Madison and I actually have a friend her name's Destiny and a couple weeks ago she texted me and she was like I started reading the bible and I got really excited and now I kind of understand what Madison was talking about whenever she said that she got really excited whenever I started coming back into my faith um, because it was an exciting thing. You know, we had been, we, this past school year, we had been taking her to the clubs with us, um, you know, kind of just getting her to talk about it a little bit more, you know, ask them more questions that she had anything to do with. And, you know, it was really special whenever she was, she shared with me that she got a Bible because it was like, You know, I got my own Bible a little bit before that. I got a note-taking Bible um, to increase my interaction and, like, to kind of be better at memorizing things because I know I'm better at memorizing things whenever I write them down. But I was really excited because I was like, wow, like, what worked for me is now working for her. And it was something as simple as just going to a few meetings with just a few people talking about something that they truly believe in and that they, you know, truly need in their life. Um, And, you know, I found, um, I think it's Psalm, Psalm, Psalm 80, 18, give us life and we will call upon your name. Um, And I was read that one last night and I was like, wow, you know, I feel like, the more that I read my Bible and the more that people share their faith in me and just bring about that part of arrival, um, you know, I do feel more lively. I feel happier. I feel like I feel a little bit more joyful and I'm like, it's easier to go about my day feeling grateful for what I have instead of 
feeling resentful for what I don't have, if that makes any sense. Right. Yeah. And I, you know, like, imagine this with us, if you will, like every single person in our school or every person that you come across or every person in your life, they end up getting saved because they saw the heart of the father in you and you were expressing just your everyday life, your every like normal, your everyday normal life, um, just with the love of the father and just, you know, expressing um, your life with Holy Spirit and just living out, you know, what you've been called to do and just living out your identity as a child of God. And then from that, other people look and then they, they can. Yeah. And they I found another it, um, scripture right now, actually, because I was doing a little bit more research whenever Madison had actually texted us on the podcast. But Isaiah 57 15 says, Thus says, the one who is high and lifted up, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place and also with him who is of contrite and lowly spirit to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. And that's what we're trying to do. I feel like it's well, me personally, I feel like, you know, one of my main goals personally with this club, with the other club that I'm running um, is to, you know, revive spirit is to invoke the spirit in people and really get them thinking and bringing, you know, their religion back into their daily routine instead of more of an afterthought. Yeah. And there's like, there's this verse in the Bible that says like, um, like our life's I've been trying to find it, and I think it was, like, a specific version of the Bible, and I can't find that specific version, but um, I remember my youth pastor read this one time uh, at a youth night, and it, it was, like, our our life's purpose is to know God and to make him known, and there's actually a song by, um, oh, Liz, Lindsay Con- Conart, uh, and... Oh gosh, with some other band, I totally spacing on that. But um, it it's a song called "Driven by Love," and it starts out by saying, "To know Him and to make Him known, this is the anthem of our soul." And it's just about like, okay, that is our life's purpose. Like that is the call on all of our lives as believers. It's to know God and then to make Him known, like make Him famous. You know. Um, less of us more of him but yeah songs I don't know. can really that just that song and that people. verse came to um, mind they can just like maybe even a couple of words in a song they can really affect how you think and what you are going to do with your life right well if yeah. i may absolutely i have a short story i'd like to talk about um that i it's actually a book Um, And it's a great example of revival. So um, I have a, one of my authors that I really enjoyed reading is Wendy Lawton. She's actually from California, I believe. Um, She's in the area, but she wrote a book called The Hallelujah (laughs) Lass. And it's about Eliza Shirley. 
and she was, I think, our age, about 16 in high school, and she realized that just going through the motions of life, something was missing. And um, she's like, well, I go to church, I go Mm -hmm. to school, but it just kind of felt empty, and she she didn't really have that personal relationship yet, and um, she got it, finally. She realized, okay, God is missing, and um, she's like, okay, I need to do something about this, because I've realized it. I need to show others, so she... It was about the same time that, like, the Salvation Army was starting to go around and, like, preach on street corners. And she was really excited about that. But her parents wouldn't let her go. So she she kept trying, and she would sometimes, like, sneak out and join them. And finally, she just told her parents, this is what I want to do. And they finally accepted that. And so she became a Salvation Army pioneer. Mm-hmm. And she went around and sometimes she didn't even have money. She would, she'd find a spot to set up like as a church for those who were drunk or in like the bad part of town. Because I believe she was in, oh man, I believe it was in Mm -hmm. England. Yeah. Um, And yeah. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right, like, um, in London or something. I, I know the book you're talking about, so I'm, like, trying to think. I was getting it confused yeah, with the she, one about, she has um, many books. about so the, she, the Holocaust, so but she, I was like, oh, she wait, got, no. like, there's, um, Wrong She one. was trying to set up a church in yeah. the back part of town, and she didn't have any money to start it up. I believe it was her and a friend that did this, and think they're women as well. So during that time, it was very unusual to see them doing this and to be out by themselves. So they didn't have any money. And then all of a sudden someone's like, I feel like I need to give this to you. I feel like God's telling me that you need a a building. And it was totally empty, nothing in it at all. So they prayed and Mm. um, someone donated chairs. People started donating money and they set up a church out of nothing. And she was able to see her dream of revival come true because she had faith and she was so passionate about bringing that revival that she had to others. And it's a great book if anyone wants to read it. (laughs) Right. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. Oh yeah. I think so. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm sure you could find them on Amazon. Um, but like she has an entire, uh, series of, like there's all different um all all sorts of different like uh biographies and uh stories from like these are real life people you know and I I I don't know I really love that author because I feel like uh she does a great job of like bringing God into all of the different stories um and like even people that I might have heard of before that I get to see a whole new side of you know, their, um, their story. But, um, as you were talking about that, it just kind of made me think of like the Azusa street revival, um, or like, I I don't know. Some of you might've heard of like the Azusa street revival or the Jesus movement. They both happened in California. Um, this took place 
kind of in like the beginning of the 1900s like around like 19 I think like 1906 or 1907 and then it kind of continued roughly to about like I don't know 19 I don't know let's just say 20 or so or 1915 um but I'm kind of like I'm as I was looking it up um it just kind of blew my mind how it just God wants to use willing people and willing hearts you know he's not looking you don't have to be Billy Graham you don't have to be um William J. Seymour like you don't have to be uh, I don't know, Sadie Robertson or Beth Moore or um, I don't know. I'm trying. Yeah, there you go. Or or Eliza Shirley. Like you don't have to be those people for God to use you. You just need to like just be willing. Just say, God, what do you want me to do? Because I mean, it all it all started out just a willing heart and saying, God, use me for whatever you want me to do. And it can be in like you know different situations. Um, so, oh, I lost my train of Mm. thought. (laughs) Um, oh, Gabby, um, like before, I don't know, say when we first met in eighth grade, did you ever think that like out of our friendship, like what, that you would come to know God in a new way or, um, like, did, did that even occur to you? Because I feel like God can surprise us in the craziest ways. Um, like, I don't know. For me, I'm, I'm like, on the worship team in my youth group, and I'm, help, I'm, like, one of the leaders in my youth group. But if you told me back in middle school when I was just kind of, like, going through the motions, I'm going to church and all that um, every Sunday, and I'd kind of go here and <laughs> – then on Wednesdays and like it, it was eh, whatever if you told me then it's like oh hey you're gonna be doing all of this in your youth group I'd be like <laughs> no I'm um, not <laughs> uh, you want to know what I no know. it never even occurred to me that you would even be able to get through to me because I'm because I'm such a stubborn person and because like <laughs> we all know that I'm a control freak like this is a well-known fact um this is a well-known fact I'm a control freak so you know I was kind of like there's no way I'm like Madison's gonna try but like whatever um and even even if you had asked me that question like mm, I don't know say at the beginning of this year like in January I seriously don't think that I would have the same answer as I do right now simply because I feel like quarantine and like going to church with you um and seeing how like you guys structure everything um instead of you know like the the catholic church does um and like actually getting into the bible like being encouraged to like actually get into the bible to read books that have scripture in it if you had told me back in january there i would be doing this stuff at this point i would probably just be like "Mm, all right whatever like I, i wouldn't pay any more attention to it you know, if you had told me, oh, like, you're going to be president of Hillmark Christian Athletes. Oh, you're going to be vice president and helping Madison out with face-to-face. I would have been like, eh, whatever. Like, I wouldn't have believed you. But at this point, like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm even shocked now that yeah. I'm actually thinking about it. 
Yeah. And so, and I wanted her to like kind of talk about that. And it's not to be like, oh, look at this. Look at like what I did. Or it's not like that. So I wanted her to talk about that because I can't tell you guys how many times like I would lit- I was so discouraged. Um, like every single time I try to bring it up to Gabby, just even saying, Hey, God loves you. She's like, eh, okay. Like, I can't tell you how discouraged I was because that entire time I was praying and I just kept like, you know, I'd bring it to my mom and I'd bring it to my mentor and they'd be like, just keep praying. And I'm like, nothing is working. You guys like, this isn't working. She's still like shutting me out or anytime we would even talk about like the differences between like Catholicism and Christianity or anytime I would like we we actually got in like some arguments and it wasn't from a place of uh I'm right you're wrong you need to turn around it was hey look this is what you know you're saying but then this is what scripture says and like regardless God loves you and so that like, it, it was so discouraging, and there were so many times where I was like, why am I even praying um, that God would, like, help Gabby anymore? Like, why, why am I even praying? Because it felt like I just kept hitting a wall and that it wasn't moving. Um, but you guys, like, so, like, God timing is, like, really, really weird, right? <laughs> and so, um, like, who knew? Um, like all of us have different roles in, uh, what we are in people's lives as to terms of, uh, them coming to know Christ. Some of us, we are the ones planting the seed and just saying, Hey, God loves you. Some of us are, uh, watering the seed. Some of us are just like bringing it up to a stubborn person and who doesn't want to listen or doesn't want to hear any of it, but it just gets them thinking. So that's like, it's preparing the soil, but it is not your job to like make that seed grow. It's not your job to like make that person come to Jesus. It's like, well, you just shut up and listen and stop being so stubborn and just accept Jesus because he loves you. Like while you're shaking them by the shoulders, that's not your job. Don't put that pressure on yourself. That is God's job. Just say, okay, God, I'm praying about it. I'm talking to them. And I'm showing them love. I'm showing them your love. This is your job. It is your, like, this is your mess, okay? This is your job to take care of this. And God's going to be the one to water that seed. God will be the one to decide how and when Mm -hmm. he wants to bring his child, like, into the kingdom, you know? But... Um, yeah, Michaela, do well, you have any other? I mean, everything just any thoughts? Everything starts <laughs> small. You have to start somewhere. I thought you and God will move mountains. Um, I've seen it. I mean, right. everyone's mountain is a different size, but I mean, I've seen it in my own life where it's like, oh, this could never be the same again, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, but it already is. Um, and then there's other times where God moves like an ant or something really tiny like a pebble right and you don't even notice it until later and you realize that was god Mm -hmm. he was telling me to do something and now i'm seeing the results of it so just listening to him is just listening to what he says it's very important and we should be in constant prayer with him
Yeah, absolutely. And also, like, some of you might be thinking, like, okay, um, if you haven't heard of the Azusa Street Revival, it was just, like, this giant, like, Jesus movement of where just a bunch of people all over California were getting saved. There were people out on the streets that were just preaching the gospel and just all of these people. It was just a giant outbreak of the Holy Spirit. And you might be thinking, like, okay, how does that happen? Like, how do I do that? Just like what Michaela was saying, start small and just start praying and contending for revival. Um, there's a song by Tasha Cobbs Leonard, and uh, it's called This Is a Move. And she just sings, mountains are still being moved. Strongholds are still being loosed. God, we believe it. Yes, we can see it. That wonders are still what you do. And then she goes on and says, like, bodies are still being raised and giants are still being um, slain. And then, you know, she says, God, we believe it. We can see it. Wonders are still what you do. And she just, it, it's the whole song that's saying, like, God, this is what we're here for. This is what we've been praying for. Like, we want to see you move. We want to see things change. We want to see our school saved. We want to see people who we never thought would come to Christ come into the kingdom. We want to see the state of California to just be shaken up. We want to see these laws change. We want to see um, godly, powerful people in office. We want, you know, and it's like, just start praying because prayer is powerful. And the Bible says like, we have the power of life and death in our words. And so when you start speaking that out and when you start like coming into agreement with God's promises, you'll start to exactly see things come to pass. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better. But yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> um, I don't think yeah. so. I think I've just been yeah, too. I've have, been too into listening to like thought, actually sir. form a thought in myself. <laughs> Y'all, sometimes, sometimes we can just be rolling, and we've got like a whole hour worth of content, and then sometimes we're kind of like. You know, it, it's it's easy to feed off of each other's thoughts and, you know, bounce off of each other. But sometimes it's like there's just a rut and I get it. We're recording this after school. I have a headache from AP government, but it's OK. We're pushing through. <laughs> so, yeah, I believe. All I right. Covered them all. Well, Michaela, any other closing thoughts? All right. Well, um, you guys, thank you for listening. And um. Uh, to, I just, uh, you know, we'd like to pray for you, and um, and then we will close. Uh, so God, we thank you for um, each and every listener, and we just pray that you bless them and uh, bless their families, God, and that you would just um, overwhelm them with your love today and with your with your peace and your comfort, and that um, that you would just spark something in them to be who you've called them to be God, that they would know that they are world changes there, that they are more than conquerors. And, um, and that you would just start giving them divine appointments, God, to just step out in love, to show other people the love that, um, that you've freely given us and to show other people just who you are. Uh, and God, I just, I thank you. I, um, we pray for, just a giant revival, Father. Um, and we just thank you that it just it starts small. 
It's all of these little revivals, all of these little victories that turn into a giant victory. Father, I pray um, that you and yeah. And I pray that you make these people that are listening to this podcast see what we are trying to do and to spark revival in their hearts and to see the importance of revival in their communities. I pray that you continue to bless them in their lives. And I pray that you continue to do what you need to do in order to call them home. I pray that they see the importance of revival and that they become more comfortable with the revival and are comfortable with going to people and praying for them in your name, Father. God, I just thank you for this day. It's um, beautiful weather today, and I just pray that people will, those that are listening, that they'll start small. They'll show kindness to others, and they'll show what a true believer lives like and how we can be God to everyone and how we can show them God's love and hopefully point them to you. And I just pray that um, as Thanksgiving rolls around, that we'll all just thank you for everything that we have, for all the small things and the big things, um, as sometimes it's hard to see that, especially during seasons like this where we're all stuck at home. And I just pray that we'll have our eyes focused on you this Thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, and we will see, or not see, uh, we will be on Bye, here next time for the face-to-face podcast. Um, have a great day, you guys.